Good evening and welcome to Abide Forever. Tonight's topic is abiding in the priesthood. Abiding in the priesthood. Um, as I continue to impress upon us who believe our rightful position is in Christ. This is the place in which we abide. And also in that place, um, we are priests. Hallelujah. The Lord has made us a priesthood unto him. Yes, he has. And um, I want to talk about that tonight as I minister before our God and Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So after the last broadcast, um, well, the last broadcast was the Psalms 139 meditation. But prior to that, um, I talked about um, being aligned for purpose. And we looked at the 139th Psalm in verse 16, where it says, the Lord saw my substance being yet unformed. And in his book, he began to write the days fashioned for me when as yet there were none. And I was just kind of talking about um, how what the father has written in our book that is in his kingdom even unto this day is aligned to or based on our substances based on the essence of who we are so that which he has called us to we're more than capable because the writing was based on the the substance the essence the sum total of who we are our inner workings okay and so um we also in that particular lesson looked at Aaron and his sons who were called to the priesthood. And so that thing just kind of stuck with me. Um, so I needed to, I felt um, it impressed upon my heart to come back and talk more about the priesthood that um, has been committed to the church. Okay. So in the old Testament, um, God had a priesthood to serve at the altar. Okay. He had a priesthood to serve at the altar, the tent of meeting that was Aaron and his sons. And then of course, um, the Levitical priesthood served as the Kohanim or the Kohen, the priests before God almighty. All right. And that was in the old Testament. However, in the new Testament, in the new Testament, God's people are a, we are a priesthood. Hallelujah. We are a priesthood. We who believe the sons and daughters of the Lord are a priesthood who offer spiritual sacrifices on the altar before our father. All right. And so tonight I want to share um, some scriptures um, on this particular topic and just kind of talk about that for a little bit. We're going to go to first Peter chapter two, first Peter chapter two. Um, we'll start reading at verse one. We're talking about abiding in the priesthood in the old Testament. God appointed a priesthood, but to serve at, at the altar, but in the new Testament, hallelujah, God has made his people, all of us, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Okay. And we are to abide in the priesthood. So let's read about it. Grab your Bible. Um, first Peter chapter two, starting at verse one. And again, tonight I'm reading from the complete Jewish Bible. Um, but I also have my King James out as well. Sometimes I, yeah, I like kind of like to go back and forth um, and, and just kind of read from both um, texts 
at any rate, here we go. Um, Second Peter chapter two, verse one. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice, of all deceit, hypocrisy, and envy, and of all the ways there are of speaking against people, and be like newborn babies, thirsty for the pure milk of the word. Hallelujah, Lord, make us thirsty for the pure milk of your word so that by it you may grow up into deliverance hallelujah so that you may be delivered for you have tasted that adonai adonai is the lord so you have tasted that the lord or adonai is good and then verse 4 says as you come to him the living stone rejected by people but chosen by god and precious to him Verse five, you yourselves as living stones are being built into a spiritual house to be koanim. Koanim is the Hebrew word for priest. So to be priests set apart for God to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to him through Yeshua, the Messiah, through Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Okay. And then verse six says, this is why the Tanakh. The Tanakh is the scripture. So this is why the scripture says, look, I am laying in Zion a stone, a chosen and precious cornerstone. Hallelujah. Um, And whoever rests his trust on it will certainly not be humiliated. The way to not be humiliated is to put your trust on on the corner stone rest on the corner stone who is the cornerstone jesus christ he is the living word of god he is the word made flesh rest your hope and confidence on the cornerstone and you will not be humiliated he will not let you down thank you lord verse 7 says Now to you who keep trusting, he is precious. But to those who are not trusting, the very stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Also, he is a stone that will make people stumble, a rock over which they will trip. Sin causes you to trip and miss the mark, okay? And so if we continue to read, it says they are stumbling at the word. Hallelujah. So either you are resting on the word, you receive it, you rest on it. You allow it to be operative in your life or you are stumbling at the word, tripping at the word, tripping over the word because you still have a spirit of rebellion. Hallelujah. You have not come into obedience, but God wants us to rest He wants us to rest on the word. Hallelujah. Rest on the cornerstone. Let me continue to reading the latter part of verse eight. It says they are stumbling at the word, disobeying it as had been planned. Hmm. Verse nine. But you are a chosen people. The king's koanim. There it is again. Koanim. The Hebrew word for priest. You are the king's priest. You're not supposed to be tripping on the word and stumbling over the word. But thank God for the word, hallelujah, that he has given to us where the father says that if you do fall, we have an advocate, Jesus Christ, hallelujah, who maketh intercessions for us according to the will of God. Thank you, Lord. At any rate, let me keep going. So 
Um, verse nine, but you are a chosen people, the king's priests, the king's coenim, a holy nation. Verse eight, a people for God to possess. Hallelujah. Why? In order for you to declare the praises of the one who called you out of darkness. There it is. I talked about the two kingdoms. There's only a kingdom of light and a kingdom of darkness. If you have not passed through the blood of Jesus Christ and been washed by his word, redeemed by his um, blood, anointed by his spirit, then you are not in him. You are not, you are still a part of the kingdom of darkness, but if you have, you are in the kingdom of light. And this is what, um, first, um, first Peter chapter two is talking about at verse, verse nine here, let eight, let me read it one more time. Um, in order for you to declare praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. He's called us into the kingdom of light. And verse 10, once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Before you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Hallelujah. We have received mercy and we serve as priests at the altar of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We offer spiritual sacrifices. Hallelujah. So we have to abide in the priesthood. (laughs) We got to make those sacrifices. Going back to, you know, Leviticus. When I shared um, on this particular lesson, you know, I talked about how, you know, that that was not an easy seat to sit in, you know, for somebody like me, you know, because I, I, I don't know that I'd be comfortable, you know, with the slaying of the animals. You know, I'll do whatever the Lord says do. But, you know, that 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 took a certain individual, you know, and and as I said in that in, in, in the lesson on alignment for purpose, um, Aaron his sons, they're from the tribe of Levi and, and the tribe of Levi had that type of wiring. You know, they were, um, able and capable of performing these things as, and serving, um, in the position of priesthood, you know, without barfing every, you know, other minute <laughs> because of the work that they're doing before the Lord. Okay. So at any rate, but that's Old Testament. In the New Testament, the Lord has made his people, you and me, priests. Hallelujah. We serve as Kohenim. Kohen, priest, Kohenim. Um, no, Kohen, priest, singular, Kohenim, priests, plural. Okay. Now, I want to contrast how the Lord has prepared us uh, as his priests and, and, and how we are to abide in this place because he's made us able to buy, abide in this place. Like I said in the last lesson, he qualifies and then he also um, sanctifies or and consecrates us for the position in which he has called us to serve and he has called us to serve as priests. All right, so let's look at it. Um, so Aaron, when Aaron and his sons were consecrated as priests, um, there were a, a, a few very important components that I want to point out that were present in their consecration. And the same are present in our con- con- um, in our consecration um, as the Father sets us apart um, to serve as a priesthood. And a holy nation. All right. So let's go to back to Leviticus. I'm going to go back to Leviticus. And I'm not going to be long. 
All right, I'm going to try to wrap this up. So I'm going to go back to, back to Leviticus chapter 8. I'm going to read at verse 6. So there are four things I want to talk about. Water, oil, blood, and garments. Okay, Water, oil, blood, and garments were used in the consecration of Aaron and his sons. Water, oil, blood, and garments. Water, I'm sorry, water, oil, blood, and garments are used in the consecration of us as the chosen priesthood of the Lord God Almighty. So let's look at it. Leviticus chapter 8, verse 6. And this is for Aaron and his sons. And it says, let me start at um, verse, read verse 1 and 2 for you. Well, never mind. Let's just go. To, we'll, we'll go straight to six. The context is there. Six. Verse six says, Then Moses brought Aaron and his sons and washed them with water. Hallelujah. A part of the consecration is being washed with water. Okay. They were washed with water. We are washed with the water of the word of God as well. I want to go to first Corinthians chapter six go to first corinthians chapter six and verse 11 all right here's the correlation and such were some of you hallelujah but you were washed there it is but you were sanctified but you were justified in the name of the lord jesus and by the spirit of our god hallelujah we were washed we were sanctified and we were justified by the spirit of our God. Hallelujah. So we see washing of water, the water of the spirit, the water of the word, cleansing and purging our consciousness. Hallelujah. That we might be made righteous. Listen, and we also see water as a part of the sanctification of Aaron and his son. Okay, so there were four things, water, oil, blood, and garments. Now let's look to the oil. Go back to Leviticus chapter 8. Let's read at verse 10. Leviticus chapter 8, starting at verse 10, it says, Also Moses took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that was in it and consecrated them. Listen, they were washed. Next, they were anointed with oil. Verse 10, Moses took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that was in it. Just like Aaron and his sons were anointed for the position of priest. We are anointed for the position of priest as well. Let's go to 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 20. It says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. Hallelujah. Go down to verse 27. It reads, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you and you do not need that anyone teach you but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie and just as it has taught you you will abide in him hallelujah this anointing that abides with us is the holy spirit of god 
The Lord has sealed us. Listen, Jesus Christ said that I have to go. If I don't go, then I cannot send the comforter, the Holy Spirit. He is the anointing. Hallelujah. And the anointing consecrates us and allows us to abide in the position of priesthood that we might offer sacrifices holy and acceptable before God, which is our reasonable service. We, we were washed we are anointed. Hallelujah. Aaron was washed. He was anointed with the oil. All right. And let's go to the third one. Blood. Again, there are four, four factors present in the consecration of Aaron and his sons. Water, oil, blood, and garments. All right. Let's look at the blood. We're going to go back to Leviticus chapter eight. And then we're going to read at verse 14. Leviticus chapter 8, starting at verse 14, and it reads, And he brought the bull for the sin offering. Then Aaron and his son laid their hands on the head of the bull for the sin offering. Hallelujah. And Moses killed it. Then he took the blood and put some on the horns of the altar all around his finger and purified the altar. And he poured the blood at the base of the altar and he consecrated it to make atonement for it. Then he took all the fat that was on the entrails, the the fatty lobe attached to the liver and the two kidneys that were, um, and the two kidneys with their fat and Moses burned them on the altar. But the bull, it's high, it's flesh and it's awful. Um, He burned with fire outside the camp as the Lord had commanded Moses. Okay, then he brought the ram as the burnt offering and Aaron and his son laid their hands on the head of the ram and Moses killed it. Then he sprinkled the blood all around the altar and cut the ram into pieces and Moses burned the head, the pieces and the fat. Then he washed the entrails and the legs in the water and Moses burned the whole ram on the altar. Hallelujah. It was a burnt offering for a sweet aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord as the Lord had commanded Moses. Verse 22, and he brought the second ram, the ram of consecration. Hallelujah. So it was a bull, a first ram, then a second ram of consecration. So he brought the second ram, the ram of consecration. Then Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram and Moses killed it. Also, he took some of the blood and put it on the tip of Aaron's right ear, on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot. Then he brought Aaron's sons and Moses put some blood on the tips of their right ears, on the thumbs of their right hands and sprinkled the blood all around the altar. Hallelujah. Listen, they, they, the the blood, hallelujah, was used in the consecration of Aaron and his sons so that they can serve in the position of priest. And the same is true for us. Hallelujah. So now we will go and look at verse. Um, we're going to go back to first Peter. We're going to go to first Peter chapter one. Let's go back to first Peter chapter one and verse 18. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter one. Verse 18, 
We're talking about being redeemed by the blood. So the animals were sacrifices um, to atone for Aaron and his son's sins, right? So now we have to be redeemed by blood. We've been redeemed by the blood of the precious Lamb of God. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 1 and verse 18 says, Knowing that you are not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. There is our consecration. We have been redeemed by the precious blood of Christ. He is the lamb without blemish that was offered as a sacrifice. He qualifies us and consecrates us to abide in the seat of priesthood. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now I said there were four things, water, oil, blood, and garments. So we know we've been washed by the spirit, washed with the word. We know we've been anointed by the Holy Spirit. We have his spirit in us. Hallelujah. We've been sealed with his spirit. And then we know that we've been redeemed by the blood. Jesus Christ was the perfect lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And then there are garments. What types of garments? that Aaron and his sons have. Let's go to back to Leviticus chapter eight. Let's look at verses eight through nine. All right. Then it says, then he put the breastplate on him and he put the Urim and the Thummim in the breastplate and he put the turban on his head, also on the turban, on its front, he put the golden plate, the holy crown, as the Lord had commanded Moses. Did I not read the right verses? I didn't. I need to go back to seven. I'm sorry. I started reading at eight. I need to go to eight. seven. Seven. So for the garments, Leviticus chapter eight, verse seven, it says, and he put the tunic on him, girded him with the sash, clothed him with the robe and put the ephod on him. And he... And put the ephod on him and he girded him with the intricately woven band of the ephod and with it tied with and with it tied the ephod on him. Hallelujah. Then he put the breastplate on him and he put the Urim and the the Thummim in the breastplate as as I read earlier. And he put and he put the turban on his head also on the turban on its front he put the golden plate the holy crown hallelujah as the lord had commanded so he had a breastplate and he had a holy crown and he had a wonderful robe those were the garments given to aaron to come into the holy place and serve in the priest as a priest those were the same garments given to aaron's sons sons to serve as the priesthood before almighty god in the tent of meeting what are the garments that have been given to us this is the last verse i want to share with you guys tonight go with me now isaiah 61 isaiah 61 i'm going to read at verse 10 hallelujah thank you lord for allowing us to serve as priests before you to offer spiritual sacrifices on the altar hallelujah um isaiah chapter 61 verse uh 10 and it reads 
I will greatly rejoice in the Lord, for my soul shall be joyful in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. Hallelujah. As a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. Thank you, Lord, for clothing us with the garments of salvation, for covering us with the robe of righteousness. Hallelujah. The Lord has consecrated us as priests. Hallelujah. I encourage you tonight to abide in the priesthood. Do not leave your post. You have been washed. You have been anointed. You have been redeemed. You have been clothed in righteousness. Listen, if you've been um, seeking the Lord's face and um, asking him for your divine assignment, that is wonderful. But I want to tell you that one of your divine assignments as a daughter or a son of the most high God is to abide as a priest before him. You are qualified and he calls you forward to offer spiritual sacrifices. Hallelujah. Not just for yourself, but for those who say, when you pray, pray for me. You have a right to go into the holy of holies for you have been washed. Hallelujah. By the spirit, you have been anointed. Hallelujah. You have the oil of the Holy spirit of God on you and in you, you have been redeemed by the blood of the perfect lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And you are indeed clothed in righteousness and salvation. Now go forth and serve as priests before the Lord, our God. Hallelujah. Listen, thank you for tuning in tonight. This is Abide Forever. 